Hello, everyone. Just give everyone a few minutes to come in. Wow, this is thrilling. Oh, <laughs> wait, no people are coming, turds. Oh, I just saw the bots here. I was like, is this podcast? I'm going to go ahead and start. And as people join, we'll probably introduce more people as they jump on. But all right, I'm going to do the intro. Oh, hello there. It's been a while. We've missed you. Season 40 is here. And it's gonna be a doozy. Buckle up. Stranded is back. 36 days, 40 castaways, three pre-jurors, and one podcast. This is Stranded in the Aegean Sea, and I'm your host, Pooty. Today, we're joined by three alumni of Stranded in the Aegean Sea. We have James, who came in 23rd place. Hello, hello, everybody. We're also joined by Haley, who came in 17th place. Well, Haley figures that out. We're joined by Haley. We're also joined by Dominic, who came in 16th place. Hello. How's it going? And also joining us, one of the pre-Mega Merge players who didn't get to speak to us last time is Paul in 31st place. Hello. Today we're going to talk about you guys' experience. It's finally your turn to dish the dirt to talk about how you enjoyed the game, what you didn't like, some insider tea, because we can all talk about how what we saw from your experience, but nobody knows it quite like you do. So this is always one of my favorite podcasts of the season uh, because we get all you guys together before the juror get here, before the game's over, while everyone's still active and talking about the season. So... This should be fun, but let's let's jump into it by starting with we'll start with Paul because he's the first person booted out of you guys. Paul, how have you been enjoying lurking the season so far? I've been really enjoying it, and yeah, sorry, I'm sorry I wasn't able to be there on the last one. I appreciate you letting me speak on this one. I've, I've really been enjoying it. It's been a blast. I've honestly had so much fun getting to know all of the other lurk, as well as it being quite a validating experience. I was a little worried about my. Play my moves that I made in the game still weren't the best moves, but I expected to just disappear into darkness, just being frustrated. I didn't know that this lurking channel existed. Getting to meet everybody and having them all kind of gas me up was uh, it was a good time. It made me feel a lot better. Thanks, Paul. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to. It looks like JD might have joined us. JD, you there? Perfect. Hello. JD, having tied with James, I guess we'll jump to you. What's your experience like lurking now that the game's over for you? I am enjoying it very much. I think I popped in right at the end of Paul's thing where he was like, oh, I'm just going to leave angry and bitter. And I think I agree to that to an extent. I think I was just going to leave the game and kind of just forget about it. But I am really enjoying interacting with all the people who have come in, especially from the people from the 20 others who were in the other game. It wasn't even able to speak to at all so it was really nice to interact with those people and just in general talk to the lurkers talk to the alumni just being able to fully see their games as well and so i it's a fun experience yeah i think that's an underrated part of this we've never had it to where you guys <laughs> meet brand new people that were you had no idea were part of the game so it is unique to this season but that's I, not I think, true that is not true okay but i think <laughs> what are you talking about that season with that lucy one yeah i guess so not to this extent I think having you guys lurk and get to have the community experience puts a more positive spin on things and you get to channel your anger 
towards the people that are still in the game. Cathartic as well. Let's go ahead and move on to James. James, how's lurking been for you? This is your first time lurking, but your second time being voted out of a game. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, the first time around playing a Stranded Verse game, I never had the opportunity to really lurk. And I guess the biggest eye-opener when it comes to lurking is how much or how little you really grasp what's truly going on in the entirety of the game. Like, how everyone's alliances go because you you have pre not preconceived but i would say your own perception of what how the game is running and who's alive with who and then when you get the chance to lurk and be like see over the whole game you see how everything plays out and i find that really interesting and cool to see how it differed from what i thought was going on in the game at the time yes and you are the only person this season who's coming from another game which is actually pretty strange considering we had so many people but so you have a, a very unique take this season for sure Let's talk to, if we can, Haley. Let's try one more time. See if we can get you. There you are. Hi, sorry. You're good. Uh, Glad to finally speak to you. How was your experience uh, lurking versus playing? You had quite a journey this season. Yeah, to say the least. I have been enjoying lurking. I really like reading everyone's confessionals, especially because I didn't know people like really went all out. Like I regret not writing it. I feel like I really answered the questions and that was it. So I wish I wrote more, but yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying it. I probably go on the chats more than I should. Yeah. Like, sometimes uh, no, they're addictive. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people are talking about me. Like, Damn. But um, yeah, I've been really liking it. Yeah. I, I think it's fun getting like that, especially for a new player to this, seeing like what you could have done. So I think James could probably speak a little bit to that, to where you can learn after your first go what you would like to do more for based off of what other people doing yeah for sure i think even though i played a different style of game and isolated it still lots of things can transfer over and i think that kind of my first go around was testing the waters you know this time around i knew or felt like i could take my game to a certain direction that i wanted to go in and be more confident in doing so and i think it i guess having i wouldn't say isolated as a practice round but having my first go around then attempting it again in the same forums and stuff like that in the same similar style environment was definitely an advantage let's go ahead and talk to dominic someone who has been very vocal in the, the lurkers lodge how has it been for you being a big part of the season and then coming into the lurker server i think you've had a rougher go than most yeah honestly it's still been fun in some ways like i said in the lurker server in some ways it's refreshing to be out and just be in the lurker server because to be honest with you, I don't think I was a, going to be able to make a run at winning this thing. Like, I think my threat level was too high. At least I get to talk to people more now than if I was on the jury. Yeah. Yeah. I think getting the perspective after the game is a big benefit. I don't know if there's too many experiences in life where you get to look back at what you've done and it's all been recorded and you get like perspective on what other people think of you. I certainly can't think of something where you get that experience. So, it's unique in that way. I think that's why a lot of people org in general, you get a little bit of insight. So I guess let's dive into the nitty gritty of the game. We'll continue with Dom. You had some unfinished business in the game that's translated to the server. How do you feel about it now after a few days of talking to everybody and processing? What do you mean by unfinished business exactly? Like with people that are left in the game still? or Yeah, and also I think... I know a big part of the the talk on the server was your previous game experience, but also how you felt you were playing this season and how the lurkers had perceived that being a little bit different from how you thought it went down. So I guess I just wanted to give you the chance to explain 
from your perspective, how things went down and if you have changed that position at all or if maybe it's something that we couldn't see from the outside? Yeah, I think what a lot of people have been saying is like that the paranoia got to me in those last couple of days and I would definitely agree with that, but I do still disagree with some points. Like I think that believing too heavily in a swap at 14 really screwed me in some ways as well, because if I would knew that the merge was at 14 instead of a swap, then I would have played a lot calmer because I didn't think that the merge was coming. So I thought I was going to get swap fucked. And then beyond that, I think going to Lindsay about taking out Will was a huge error as well. And I think some of the stuff with the idol definitely was a mistake. Like the one thing I'll say, though, is with the clue thing with Genie on the Sunday night, in my lived experience in the game on that night, there's no way that goes any other way. Like I understand on the outside looking in how bad that looks and like how that oh that's such a dumb move. Like I get that. But from my lived experience in the game, there's no way that goes any other way in that night unless like Jacob is like super talking me out of it. But he wasn't really doing that much that night. So like for my lived experience in the game, I had a lot of trust issues based on the OG Lotto tribe. And based on those trust issues, like that was always going to come out that way that night. I probably could have changed things differently with the other idol stuff later on. But that particular incident with Genie, there's no way in my perspective where I could ever take that differently. Gotcha. Would, would you like to speak to what exactly led to your hurt feeling afterwards? Yeah, I guess for me, this is something that like Wendell seems to have understood a little bit is that if I see someone really passionate about the game and I build somewhat of a personal bond with them, like I don't want to see them miss that big step of making the merger jury. And Wendell understood that. And I've seen some of the conversations afterwards. I don't know if I could have voted him out before this point. And that's how I treat it as well, because like for Jay, for example, I was always planning to go after Jay, but I wasn't going to go after Jay until post-merge because Jay played a good enough game that he deserved to make that jury. And I didn't want to take that away from him. So that's where some of that hurt comes from, because Jeannie and I made somewhat of a bond and... Like Jeannie was talking to me up and down about, oh, yeah, I just want to make the jury. Like, and she seemed to understand that. And yet she still did that. So I think it was a very emotional decision on her part. And I understand parts of why it was that way. But that's not something I would ever do, because if someone's that passionate, then I want them to be on the jury. Fair enough. Did you have something you wanted to share with us? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I could share that now if you want. Yeah, let's go for it. All right, let me just turn my volume on my phone. So I did uh, record another song for you all. Figured why Incredible. not. <laughs> uh, I recorded this in the last hour, and I will say with this song, it's going to start out. You're going to think it's about one thing, but it actually a twist in the middle. So, you know, hopefully you enjoy it. Here we go. Dom Jam Records, post-game edition. I'm trying this again because I messed up one line and I kind of didn't want to. So hopefully I can get it right this time. Hope you enjoy. He was King James, they were peasants. Can I make it any more obvious? Couldn't sing, Morgan barely confessed. What more can I say? They both wanted her, she clearly tell them. She wanted them both as well. And half of her tribe sit down with the king. But they were about as successful as being 
Dom was a peasant boy. James said, fetch my cup now, boy. Dom wasn't cool enough for him. Morgan was competing them all game. These two idiots needed to drop the ego first. Two weeks from now, she'll be in the lab. She's deep in thought. She logs on again, sees Wendell win. Dom and the king cheer for him. She calls up Steph, she already knows. And they both scream wide and we just slit their throats. Bradley tags along, fists in the air. Yelling he was the one who used to do Wendell's hair. Dom was a peasant boy, James said fetch my cup now boy. Wasn't cool enough for him. Now Wendell is the true star, counting up every dollar. Do you see how much you all fuck this? Dom was a peasant boy, James said fetch my cup now boy. None of Leto was cool enough for him. Morgan tried to warn him, King didn't listen. Now they're all looking at Wendell's net worth. you're enjoying this i know i suck at singing but hopefully the lyrics are working trying to make it work for y'all sorry king james you missed out dumb tough luck you don't got this now morgan tried to calm the tension yet this is how their story ends too bad that they couldn't see the snake Wendell could be. He had that fire in his eyes. Saw maybe even Steph had a soul inside. James was a king. They were his peasants. Can I make it any more obvious? They all fucked up. Haven't you heard how half of them are on this pod together? Wendell beat the peasant boy, he said Lato was my wind-up toy, I'll be backstage counting all this dough. I'll be laughing about the song that peasant boy just wrote, about a tribe I used to know. Wendell beat the peasant boy, he said Lato was my wind-up toy, I'll be backstage counting all this dough. I'll be laughing about the song that peasant boy just wrote, about a tribe I used to know. Lato, love ya. That's it. <laughs> Amazing. <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> I told you, twist of it, you know, it's basically my prediction for Wendell um, is twist in the mirror. <laughs> what, what inspires you to make these these parody songs? Honestly, I just like to have fun with things, and it, it's a way for me to be creative. I used to do a lot of content creation, and right now I'm not doing that as much, so it's a way for me to get out my creative juices in content creation, basically. I'll bounce around, but more on this later. I'm going to bounce around to some other people so we can get some more perspective in here. Let's talk to James a little bit more. James, your tribe, how was it? I guess we didn't even get to talk to you guys about the big merge twist, the mega merge. What were your thoughts when that occurred? I don't even know if I can put that into words. When I, when the link dropped and I opened the website and I saw like the icons, all the avatars at the top, I just basically panicked. I just like ran, ran around my bedroom screaming basically. But yeah, it was a huge twist. I don't know why I was, I know I wasn't expecting it because it's a crazy twist, but I was I knew something big was in, was in the works for season 40. I just didn't know it was going to be this big. And I don't know. I, I feel like even though it definitely made the game longer, it reinvigorated me in a way where like it, I felt ready to tackle it on as a new adventure. I didn't feel like, oh, no, just another slog of 20 people to get through. I just I, I appreciated the challenge. And even though I fell short, like almost immediately, it is what it is. And I really like the twist. 
Yeah, I guess that was our big fear was that people are going to be so overwhelmed or just, oh, God, another 20 people to get through that they would just quit or, I don't know, get taken out of it. But I think the fact that it's something bigger and larger than life, something special for Stranded, I think that's cool to be a part of. Let's get JD's perspective. JD, you... Had a rough first week being in Disney World, but then when you came back, you were you hit the ground running and then were like quickly voted up. <laughs> so what was that like after this mega merge, seeing your comeuppance happen? Yeah, I was I was very super excited. Obviously, <clears throat> I was at I was in Florida and Georgia all week in the first round. And there were multiple times that I, to be quite honest, should have been voted out and to be really shocked to see that I was either not getting votes at all or I was in the extreme low minority of votes. Like it was really weird to see because as someone who has been playing orgs, like it is frustrating to see that an active person. And there was multiple times where I would in my head be like, I don't deserve to be here, but I'm going to try my best. I'm going to be as active as I can. Um, obviously, as active as I can isn't super active. But but when I got back, I, I made a plea to the people on my tribe that I was going to be there playing the game. And I did. And I made a move that I felt would put me in the best position going into the merge. And then we merged with another game. And it was tough because I thought I was in a decent position. I had heard all this stuff about Rodney being Rodney. So when Rodney came to me day one of the mega merge and being like, I know, like, I have wanted to work with you since day one, since I saw your picture. And <laughs> I thought he was joking, like straight up. And so that's when I went to the two people I saved the round before and told them, like, there he's throwing your name out. And then they proceeded to vote me out with Rodney. So that was a fun experience. This game has been really fun. And it's just... The Mega Merge, yeah, it fucked me. I can be completely honest and say that it messed up my whole game because the only reason that I flipped was to make sure that I was put in a good position and to make sure I had allies. And I went into a tribe where half of them knew my allies and not me, and the other half saw me as this inactive kid who would only talk to them twice a day. So it was a lot, and it was overwhelming, but this is a game. And I feel like this has always been on my org bucket list to play like a game where two games merge together and I, I get to check it off my bucket list now. So, yeah, no, I think it's I think it's cool. I don't know. Let's get Haley's perspective. Haley. So you your tribe was a hot mess. But then after the mega merge, did you find like that you wanted to work with the new people? Were you just intimidated by them or just like holding on for dear life? Yeah, I feel like I was holding on and I was just trusting Lindsay and Will and what they were saying because they came off of that crazy the first swap. And then I would say I had a pretty easy time for that one week. I didn't have to go to tribal at all. So I feel like I was not not totally in game mode completely. I was like building relationships mostly. So I feel like they were like, it has to be JD. And so I was just like, okay, look, whatever you guys say, because I don't know them and they knew everything that just happened. And, and I think that's, I, I don't know how that would be navigating. We don't have this experience too often. So there's no barometer for how this normally goes, but I would imagine it's 
when we put these big tribes together, you're just looking at the other people like they're the enemy at that point, or you don't quite trust that they're going to work with you. So, I, But I do think it gives people on the outs the chance to work with some new people, and then the people who are in good end up getting the short end of the stick because they're comfortable with their people. Paul, since you're here, what do you weigh in on the Mega Merge? I'm thankful that I wasn't here for it. I think that would have thrown me for a big loop. I think it's awesome. I think it's super cool. It's something that you can do in the world that you wouldn't be able to do in the real game. I really commend you all for it. But yeah, I really sympathize with these players here who had to make it to that point because that's just kind of something you couldn't really prep for. But that's also Survivor slash Stranded as a whole. I think that it was a really cool obstacle to throw at these people and it's been really fun to watch them tackle it but yeah my sympathies to to the players who got out of it because of it i guess at this point we'll talk about like regrets and what you would change so i'll start with paul since we didn't get to hear from you last time what would you do differently if given another chance and would you play again yes of course i would definitely would play again differently i wouldn't have blown up i I just exploded when i was accused for that final three chat that I wasn't in. It was a combination of one, I thought that I was super one of the most active people in my tribe, and I just thought that everybody else wasn't active, and so it was really a surprise to me to find out that all of this like planning and stuff was going on behind the scenes. Not only did I get blindsided by the decision, but I was blindsided by everybody's play style and the way that they were playing this game, so I just felt so thrown for a loop that I just went to 10 very quickly. And so I definitely having the chance to go back in time, I would just tell myself to just breathe and try to work through it a little bit more calmly, even though I wasn't even getting any answers or any responses to most of my messages. So I'm not quite sure how much it would have helped, but the explosion definitely didn't do me any favors. <laughs> but we loved it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, it. <laughs> that's it. I, I just want to be ho- apologize to you, Paul, on behalf of Jacob, because um, I know that his <laughs> fault. So, and I was. That, hey, so, um, you know what? The I, thing is, I, it, it's I simultaneously praise it as a really good move and really bad move because to me. It was so obviously a joke from the other tribe, and I just really right. thought it was obviously that. But hey, it ended up working. They got a good props yeah, for props to do. Made that chat, I never thought it worked. I'm like, oh, this is going to cause so much chaos over there. But it's not going to really change the game, is it? Like, <laughs> uh, and then the first two boots were decided solely off of it. So, <laughs> no, hey, props for props are due. So up next, I think, is JD. Would you play again? And what would you do differently? Yeah, I would totally play again. And I think I always go into games. I always go into orgs saying that I'm going to play for my place in an All-Stars or a Second Chances or just a returnee season because that's just the type of person I am. I play to be the best. But this shit's different. I want to play so I can show y'all that I can be fully active from the beginning and show you my gameplay through the end because like i expected to come into the lurkers lounge and be teared apart by every alumni every lurker being like oh my god like you showed up the last week and now you think you're hot shit and i was utterly really surprised to see a lot of people would support for me so i would love to give the entertainment to them from the beginning obviously my only regret i could really have is just not being as active in the beginning but i didn't have a lot of control in that 
And if I had to, another regret would be like talking to Lindsay and Will right after the Tiffany blindside, because I was under the impression that we were good. And to see that they were not trusting of me still was obviously something I wish I could have done more with. But that's all I really have. Not for nothing. That move was such a head scratcher for the hosts. Like, why get rid of someone who's working with you? So I don't know. I think that was more of a a flub on Lindsay and Will's part. They're still in the game, so not too much of a flub. But I thought that was a weird move to get rid of somebody who they had just worked with, saved their butts in the round before. But I guess it happens. Let's get Haley's perspective. Would you play again and what would you do differently? I think I would play again. I don't know. It was a lot. And (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just think that coming out of it and then seeing how everyone's playing and it is like playing really hard. I think I would try and play a little harder and maybe do a little more. But yeah, are you or were you asking regrets too for this one? Yes. I think my top regret is definitely getting rid of uh Rodney <laughs> instead of Erica. <laughs> I, like Rodney, he was never really there, but I had a feeling he really was with me and Lindsay. I don't know, maybe I was wrong, but Erica is just such a wild card and she's going to get far because of it until she doesn't because she has no like loyalty to anybody that works for her, but it didn't work for the OG Moss because I feel like we were to a fault pretty loyal, at least we, at least I was, and so I wish that we would have kept Rodney in because I think he was a vote on my side every time. And I think maybe I would still be in the game, but who knows? You can't really predict. Yeah. By the way, that tribal council was brutal. Not the one where you went home, but the one before where Erica thought she was going home. Seemingly just randomly picked you to, <laughs> to pick on. I know. <laughs> it was lit. Like we were all here for it. But I, how, how was that like going through it? You must have been like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I always get these gut feelings at tribal like I had a gut feeling at the mic one and then for that one I also had I was just like something bad is gonna happen and I feel like I was trying to work with Erica and I just kept like throwing out feelers to her because with her she just asks like straight questions so literally just be like who do you trust and there's no get like working around the question she just straight up asks it and so I tried to play with her I tried to feel her out but it I feel like it was more me giving than her giving so like I never threw Jess's name out because it was the debate between Jess and and Steph and so I was always Steph because I I was getting along with Jess more and so I never said Jess's name I only said Wendell to her because I was just trying to distract her from me voting her out and it was like probably my biggest mistake so I, I feel like out of me Tyler and Sharon I was giving her a little more so I wasn't surprised but it was really brutal and I almost did cry but yeah Look, stranded stranded is a ride for sure yeah i'm sure it was very fun to watch but i i thought i could do damage control but i didn't want to give up but i just had the feeling i was next and i was so yeah there's not much you could do at that point nope <laughs> <laughs> i just see carolyn just joined us uh welcome carolyn if you have um a mic hi can you hear yes. me we can hear you. Awesome. Yeah. Hi, this is Carolyn. Carolyn um, coming in 18th place this season. Yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> remind me of the questions that I, I was like trying to listen. My AirPods weren't charged, so I'm speaking like freely. But can you remind me of the two questions that you've been asking everyone? 
right now we're talking about regrets he might have had and, and if he would play again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you. For the playing again, I would absolutely play again, but I would want to make sure that I accept in a time when I'm confident I can give more ability. Like right. when I accepted this game, I don't remember the exact number I put, but I know I didn't put 10 because I was like, I just I don't think I'm going to. I think I'll be able to stay on top of it, but it is like game I've played. So don't want to underestimate that. And I think I overjudged or underjudged how much of a effort and journey it would be. But I would definitely play again. Like I have it in me to just try again and see how it works. And then for regret. Oh my gosh. I try not to have regrets, but there's a lot of things where I'm like, why didn't I do that? One of them is just not being active enough because like I haven't been able to go through all the confessionals yet or like conversations people have been having. But I assume no one had a straight up personal dislike of me. But we're just like, we don't really know what this old woman's doing. They seem fine, but we don't know anything about them. So if that's wrong, feel free to correct me later. But that was the vibe at least I left with. So I would definitely want to talk to people more and just, I don't know, be a more consistent ally and fit into a role that's not just a number. And then my what other I think taking the advantage to be able to go to the next game sooner wasn't a regret. I think it actually helped me, but obviously I didn't go the other route, so I don't really know how well it could have went. But yeah, just activity, like all the things it just leads back to if I was more active to be able to loot it out or like counteract like me being thrown out as a vote like every tribal I went to. (laughs) That's definitely the one thing I regret or wish I could do more of. And we didn't get to hear it, but how has your experience been lurking so far versus... To reiterate what JD said, I'm very surprised I wasn't just um, brutalized by the audience like I really was expecting to like have to leave the community or something because I was like I was not interesting there's no way like anyone had a rooting interest in me to succeed or even fail like a fun love to hate I was like oh god it's gonna be so lukewarm and awkward but it's been rather nice like I think it's definitely kept me humbled no one's been saying like wow we really like that move of yours or like wow you were a pretty smart thinker I haven't heard any of those but it's been nice to just be like, yeah, you're cool. And I think like LaVita or one of the hosts was like, yeah, you seem like someone who's cool to be a friend with. I was like, oh, this is much higher than I feared I would be received. So, yeah, the postseason uh, experience has been really cool. Good community. And we'll get to Dom's answer for this, these questions, too. But quickly, I want to just add that I think it's tough because like sometimes like in podcasts, we'll talk about a season and we'll just rip people to shreds but it's important to know that we view them as characters in the season and not necessarily as people like we can we separate that now after so many seasons of knowing some people just are not the best players the most entertaining players but they're really fun people to talk to sometimes it doesn't translate but we enjoy them as community members and as people And it is different watching a game versus talking to someone outside of a game. I want that to be clear, like any judgment we have in the Lurker server or in podcasts, like we're able to separate the game from the person. But I understand that it might be difficult for someone hearing those things to separate our viewpoints from how we feel about them. So just a quick note there. But let's move on to Dominic. Do you have any regrets and would you play again? 
For play again, definitely. I would play this again. I also be very interested in playing isolated because I think the big brother like format of the game is more suited for me with like less idle swaps, that kind of stuff, because idle swaps and stuff make my paranoia go crazy. But Big Brother doesn't have those. That's nice. But as far as regrets, I could probably list off like 85 because I'm always inside my head and <laughs> I always think about, yeah, I should have done this. I should have done that. Like. You could say like the Whisper to Morgan thing that probably helped get her out to some degree. I could say some of the idle paranoia. I could say talking to Lindsay by will. But if I'm honest with myself, I think my biggest regret is trying to overthink the structure of the game. Because I think what really did me in more than anything that like people didn't see as much because they weren't in my head is really honestly believing that swap was coming at 14 because if i would have just sat down for a second and went, maybe it's just a merge like then i would have been completely calm that whole week because if i knew a merge was coming i didn't have to worry about a swap i would have just stuck with that pair of six and that would have been perfectly fine i would have been perfectly okay but i was trying to cover my ass on all directions and i was trying to make sure i was good with jay good with rachel like i was trying to make sure i was good with everyone because i didn't want to get swap screwed so close to a merge but yeah go ahead it- Is that what you would do differently in another is maybe just go with the flow a little bit more? I would definitely try to go with the flow more and like just let the game come to me and not think about, okay, I think this is coming next. Okay, we're going to go through winner picks. (laughs) It's the merge. We're down to our final 14. Finally, it's been a long season and there's still two weeks left, which is a very long time. I think people are going to start cracking because most of our seasons are only four weeks, but this will be five. And it is a lot. And they've been through a lot. I think already the cracks are starting for some people, mostly Lindsay. I guess we'll start with you again, going in reverse order. Who do you want to win? Uh, I kind of said in the song there, I, I believe in Wendell to win this. Like, I think Wendell obviously has some trouble for sure. And people are seeing that. But Wendell's not like the main threat on people's minds. And Wendell, like anyone on OG Lotto will tell you, like he's very squirrely and he can get himself out of a lot of things. I think like James will agree to that as well. Wendell is a very good player and I really do think he can win this and I also want him to win. Obviously, I'm partial to Jacob as well, but unfortunately for Jacob, I don't think he has a lot of win equity. I think he needs like a certain final three to win. Haley, uh, I think I know who you might say, considering Halsey was a huge part of the season and certainly someone that the, the lurkers were rooting for you guys to both do well. But who would you like to see win? Yeah, of course. I want to see Lindsay win for sure. 100%. Uh, do I think she can do it? I think she can, but she just needs to calm down a little bit. She just gets really paranoid and in her head. Besides from Lindsay, which is an emotional pick, I'd see definitely Wendell or Jeannie. I think people are catching on to Jeannie, though. So maybe even Ricard winning, but Team Halsey all the way. I think we try to do winner picks. We did a podcast that hasn't been released yet, but there are so many good players. It's going to be a toss up, I think. We'll go on to Carolyn. Who do you think, who would you like to see win? From a relationship perspective, I would say Tyler. That's the person I bonded with the most. Really Lindsay, though, on my old tribe, but I never got to really reconnect with her. And Haley had the same one for me. I was going to say for like a non-personal pick, I would have said Jeannie, but... 
who else? I'll, I'll try to be different. I'll say Shireen. Okay. Look, the, the, everyone left is so good. We were talking about it. It's kind of you're picking maybe who's under the radar, but it's still a really good player. But there's so many really good players that it's tough. Let's go ahead and ask who's next. James, who do you think, who would you like to see win? I'm kind of torn between, as much as I've been up Jay's ass, like in the lurker server, I'm torn between Wendell and Jay for winner. Jay's just been playing an excellent game, in my mind at least. The fact that he was able to like scramble after losing control for the probably the first time in the entire game thus far after the Dom vote and scramble and survive. And the fact that he has numbers, uh, I just feel like the odds are in his favor. And I don't think, as much as Wendell says in his confessionals that he's willing to flip on Jay, I think Wendell's going to flip on Jay too late for it to matter. And But at the same time, I also think that Wendell has a good chance of winning because even though he's playing the middle really well in this game, and I think that's an advantage that Stranded has over like the real Survivor game is that you're able to hide playing the middle a lot better, at least in my opinion. So I think that benefits Wendell's game, and I definitely see him winning if he does make make it to the final three, as I feel like he might have a lot better relationships, but I'm not sure if who'd win if he would between Wendell and Jay if they both made it to the end, which I don't think would happen, but it, between Wendell and Jay, at least for me. And uh, I think I, I skipped you on the last round of questions, but would you play again? And also, I want to know, since you're the only person who can answer this in this cast, would you rather play Stranded again or Isolated again? Yeah, I'd definitely play again. I love all the... Like, obviously, Isolated was my first time playing any kind of org ever, and I really enjoyed it. And Stranded, I enjoyed it even more the second time around, knowing what I, what to expect for the most part, as I never played Stranded exactly. But between Isolated and Stranded, I think I'd have to agree with Dom that I, at least from a player perspective, I do enjoy the Big Brother format a bit better, as it's a bit more predictable and manageable in a sense, where things are a lot more controllable when it comes to strategy and, like, being able to come up with uh, backup plans, the backup plans. Meanwhile, in Survivor, it's of like, oh, here's an idol that was played out of nowhere. And I know that from uh, experience personally now. <laughs> but I just think it's a lot more easy to plan in isolated than it is in stranded. It's just a different set of challenges that are presented in both. Just was curious. Uh, JD, who are you rooting for? Who do you want to see win? Okay, so on a personal, I have two. One is, uh, I don't think you will win, but uh, Jacob, I think it's Professionals are really hilarious, and he seems like a cool dude outside of the game. But personally, and I think that she does have a good chance if she really, if she can get there, is Erica. I think Erica. Oh, and Erica Stan. Yeah, but listen, in the game, I was not in Erica Stan, but I am in Erica Stan now. After reading some of her confessionals, especially too, like where she's she has this anyone but me mentality and i know like from past games just survivor in general the people who have that mentality and are willing to do whatever it takes to win are usually the people who are either at final three or they're the ones winning the game and i think erica has a really good shot not personal but i guess personal i do see genie winning like i do see genie getting there winning Genie's just a smart player, and unless they, and unless they, unless they catch him, she's done for. Yeah, I, I think we echoed the same thing in our podcast where we went down who we thought would win. I would agree. I think Erica is underrated because she's so chaotic, but I do think there's a method to the madness of being so paranoid that you're constantly reacting to the game. That's not necessarily bad. I think what might happen is that she'll end up in the final three and just get ripped to shreds. That's the trajectory I see her on of being like this person that just bounces back and forth. And finally, people might take her to the end just because she's pissed off so many people. 
I could be wrong. She could blend in since there are so many people that they haven't played with in this merch. But we'll see. It's definitely it's an interesting group. I think there's a lot of there's a lot going on, a lot of competition, even people who you may not think about too much. Rachel or Taylor are serious gamers or even Brett. So I think it's going to be a fun merge. I'm excited to see what characters emerge out of the ones that we're not currently witnessing. Yeah, I did mention them all just now, but I I do think that this is a great group. Even Shireen has finally started to get her hands dirty in the game. Not that she wasn't playing, but was under the radar. Now she's dictating a lot of drama or just getting her hands dirtier. Um, I don't have too many more questions. I'm going to turn it over to some of the co-hosts if they want to ask any burning questions they've had for these guys they're all going to leave me on red thanks guys uh, <laughs> yeah let's see do you guys have any questions for each other while we wait on our co-hosts to think of something to say yeah i have some if you want go for it first i wanted to ask a small question to carolyn did you know that you were supposed to be the boot that vote if we lost I don't know if you ever like knew that or anything, and I never really got a chance to talk to you a whole lot. So I know Tyler was trying to protect you at the time, but I think Jeannie was going to flip on you. Yes, I knew I was in danger. I was trying to talk to Jeannie a lot and prioritized her over Ricard because I really wanted her vote. But like, I wasn't necessarily sure which way she was going to vote, but I knew that like I was in danger. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure about that because we never really got the chance to talk that much, and like I wanted to get to know you more, but in that spot if we would have lost like i would have had to vote you because i didn't really talk to you that much yeah yeah yeah. i expected it and like i told wendell the same thing when he voted me uh the first time i was like it, it's we didn't have time to strategize i can't fault you for voting with the, for not voting with the person you never talked to so like I, I understood it but yeah tyler is the one who informed me that i would be in danger yeah i kind of figure because tyler really wanted you to be safe and I think Brad kind of didn't care as much either way. Like, I think he would prefer you to stay safe. I think Jeannie was like the linchpin. Like, Jeannie was the one that was either going to save you or go to rocks, basically. Mm-hmm. Levita has a question. I guess just quickly, if anyone has like a favorite moment that they want to shout out that we haven't talked about. I don't know if it's like a favorite. I guess it's a favorite moment, but just like the the rush of... Uh, well, I have two. <laughs> I think for a funny moment, looking at it now, it's funny, but like... The quote-unquote Nina tribal, I thought was uh, pretty funny now that I'm looking at it and realizing, like, because at that point I was uh, inactive and I was just going with what I thought was the best spot for me. And uh, to look back on it and be like, period, like, I got yelled at. I got put in my place. <laughs> That's, it just, look at it now, it's, like, hilarious. Back then I was like, what the fuck? But, but just in general, like, when I got to start playing and talking to these people, I think, like, a very underrated moment for me and it sucks because it happened right before i did vote out tiffany but talking to tiffany and we were just talking about life and that was the first that was when i first came back and it was fun to be able to have a genuine conversation with someone you don't know who they are on the other side so i enjoyed it a lot and it made me realize why i applied for this game and why i wanted to play in the first place uh, I have a question for. I just, I'll just pick people at random. I have a question. Somebody. I have a question for James. Out yeah, of the merch or out of the merge tribe, who do you think will be a bitter juror? You mean like out of the people like right now, left in the game? Yes, left in the game. I never met any of the people from the Rhodes game. I can only go off their confessionals, but I'm not sure. I think 
Erica seems to be volatile enough to hold a grudge. Maybe Will as well. And Will oh, definitely, 100%. definitely Jessica. I don't know why I'm glossed over. Jessica for sure <laughs> might hold a uh, definitely will hold a grudge. I think depending on how she's voted out, just because of her how emotional her gameplay was throughout the game. But yeah, I think those are the main names. I'm not too familiar with anyone from the roads besides. I think everyone in Stranded's a bit juror, huh? <laughs> not too many uh, peaceful juries in Stranded. Oh, I think Jay, Jay, Wendell, Brett would definitely probably not be as bitter. I think they definitely are able to see good see gameplay Jacob when they see it. Like Jacob doesn't seem like that type of guy, really. Jacob too, yeah, true Jacob too. I think he's too happy-go-lucky, I think. I do not envy the final three in Stranded. I think every year someone cries. It's just, it's brutal. Because we do a weekend of non-live questioning. So that's a lot. But then also, we do the live round of questioning. And but they are angry, the jurors, when they get back in the game. So it's a lot. We have to like give people emotional support of, you're doing great. <laughs> it's almost over. You did fine. But it's rough. I don't know if I could do it. It's, it's a lot. Just speaking from isolated experience, I think I have to agree with that because I remember now that the isolated jury was like bitter at everyone somewhat in some way shape or form and we're asking questions to like make make them make you convince them otherwise kind of thing so uh, I guess I would have to agree that everyone's bitter I guess when you get eliminated from a game you just always going to be a sort of resentment there a little bit I think it's just people they're all like pent up in the jury watching the game and ripping people and just like waiting for that chance to attack it's rough I think it could be worse for this season, too, because it was a 40 player cast and like they all went through so much to get there. So I think there could be some pent up emotions even more for this final three. Yeah, I'm actually curious to see how this five week, this extra week edition wears on people. I think I'm not sure if it'll be too much, actually. Go big or go home. What was another question I wanted to ask? I guess for Haley, was there anyone on the other game that you had like a different perspective of and then after getting voted out, change your perspective? Yeah, that would be Taylor for sure. I don't know if when I met him, he was just busy, but I feel like he either he didn't want to talk much game with me or what, because we were in that, well, the Apples Alliance. I was shocked to see that his confessionals were really long and he had the whole chart of everything everything and I was bitter between him and Jess for a couple days and then when I watched his confessional video today it turned me around because I saw like his point of view so now I'm not as bitter and same with Jess I don't know I just I think I was just bitter at the fact that they turned on me but on their side they were just trying to get me to think that they were with me and then turn which is very smart so I can't hold it against them yeah and you guys get a a different take the jury's cathartic because they get to talk to one another and bitch at the people but a lot of times the juries get it wrong or they just don't see the perspective that the players outside the game get so in that way you guys get like a lot more information uh, about what really went on and you get more time to dig into what happened and deal with it and i kind of think it's more i know that the it's not fun losing but i do think if you're going to lose, like, it's not a bad experience to lose too, if that makes sense. Because I do think it's it's pretty fun lurking. We all look forward to the next season to, to lurk just as much as we do play. So I, I don't know. I get being part of that's at least a good uh, consolation prize. Go ahead. Did you want to say something? Oh, no, I was just um, I was going to say this was my first thing. Like, I had no idea this was real. When you messaged me on Reddit, I thought it was a scam. And I was like, let me just see it through. And I'm glad I did. And so 
just seeing that this is like a whole thing is really cool. And I know I was like mixed on if I want to come back, but I'm sure I would. <laughs> just wanted to restate that opinion. <laughs> what did we say? Dean made a good analogy the other day. I think he related it to sex, though. So maybe not the best thing to bring up, but it is. It's exhausting. It's afterwards you have some regrets and then but you still want to do it again <laughs> afterwards. It's a weird compulsion that we have. A hundred percent. I mean, it, truly, we put ourselves through the ringer of emotionally and then we can't understand why. But we just, I don't know if it's a competitive thing or it's just like a, an experience that you that you want to go through again. I don't know. But we all do it. It's addictive. That's why we keep doing these things. Scam. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the first person. <laughs> You'd be surprised. A lot of people like ask me if I'm asking them for money. And I'm like, no, like we're offering you money. <laughs> we're trying to incentivize you to play. I get that too. You get so many weird emails now that you just assume things are scams. But um but no, we do recruit because that's how we find the best people. And uh, just to end on that note, I do think we found amazing people better than we even thought, because when we looked at 40 players that we had to find, we get a lot of applicants, but it's still a lot. We have to interview all the people, make sure we find 40 good people that we're interested in. And you guys surprised us because you've exceeded our expectations. We didn't think we'd get 40 fully active people. Obviously, we interviewed and made sure we had people who would show up. But still, usually in a season, you'll get one or two that just don't show up very much. Or, And I guess we had that, but I figured there would be a lot more given the amount of people and the amount of organization it took to get people here. But that's why we're so invested in keeping you. That's why we bring so many people back because we spend a long time finding you guys. So we hope that this was a good experience. We hope that you guys stick around and watch. I think it's going to be a fun finish. But beyond that, we have other plans for after this is all over. We have a whole other community, a whole other server that we invite all you guys to afterwards. And then we have Discord games, watch-alongs. We do movie nights, all the things. Yeah, no, uh, go ahead, Dominic, if you have another question. And anyone else can jump in, too. Yeah, so I just wanted to ask James. Obviously, on OG Lato, you had that alliance and everything. And I was curious what it was that prevented you from including me in that alliance when Morgan and Wendell both pitched me to join it? There's something you saw in me that, oh, this guy's a good player. Or I don't really know what it was because I know for me on day one, I clocked you. was like, oh, shit, this guy's good. I was waiting for this question. I'll be honest. I don't know why anyone believes me, but it all came down to timing. So like the people I trusted the least in my alliance were Stephanie and Wendell from the get go, even though Stephanie was the third person I brought into the alliance. So I think it wasn't really a matter of what of people that like the quality of the of the conversation I was having with people. It was more so just the quantity where I was talking more with these people. So I felt more comfortable knowing they were more active, even though you were super active. I guess I was just like a first instinct thing. And I felt like by the time that I had five people on board, I was like, I, I just didn't think it was necessary to have uh, other people. And at the same time, I just thought that it would be maybe excessive of sorts. I don't know. It was just the, the I felt like I was fine with the five and. Yeah, I was yeah, just going to go from there, basically. I think a little bit is like day one, I remember that night, like I made sure I stayed up super late that night. And the last ones online were you, me and Bradley. So I'm just surprised that like I was talking to you that much and you still didn't, you know, include me in there. Obviously, it worked out well for us in some ways and not in some other ways. Yeah. yeah. And 
I think that's one thing that I, I guess I can talk about since Pootie didn't ask me this earlier, what my biggest regret was in the game. I think my biggest regret would probably have been, as much as everyone probably thinks it's a stuff vote, and it probably is for the most part, I guess my second biggest regret would probably be the fact that I didn't do the adventure thing to be on the new tribe. I don't know, I just, I guess I got, either I got too much in my head or I overread the situation, but I didn't feel like, after I knew what it was, I'm like, oh man, the risks weren't that big of a deal. I thought the risks were going to be crazy. Like, it, I thought the adventure was like some kind of string of challenges where someone would get eliminated, but whoever wins would get some kind of advantage. I don't know. I just thought it wouldn't be like a new tribe. So I guess that probably be my second biggest regret is not doing the tribe, going on the adventure with Morgan and then with you, Dom to be all three of us on the new tribe because I think I would have uh, I would have definitely survived longer and we yeah, could have dealt with the whole staff issue a lot later in the game than I dealt than I tried to do, do earlier on in the game. I am curious too though if things stayed in the Crete game were you actually planning to cut Bradley before me because that's one thing I was never sure of so like I had a little bit of distrust with you there I'm like I think he's going to take Bradley over me Oh absolutely and my final three was going to be uh, Bradley and Morgan just because I knew I could beat Bradley easily because he was no offense to him just did absolutely nothing in the game minus just complaining is confessional at least from my point of view so (laughs) i I knew i could beat him so i knew that with you i had less of a chance of beating you than i did bradley i thought i could easily beat him and then morgan i just developed such a bond with her that i I just said whatever we'll just if we do make final three we'll battle it out i didn't didn't feel like cutting i just said okay if we both make the end we'll battle out and see who wins no that definitely makes sense like we were both tied together to morgan more so and i wasn't like going to go against you but i also wasn't like super going to be in your corner like i was doing little things here and there to try and mess you up a little bit so it makes sense that you were shouldn't take bradley too yeah and i think morgan can attest to this even though she's not here that like i never really 100 percent trusted you like i knew it was beneficial for the tribe swap at that point being on zacros and then further on as the game as you'd be a number along with jacob to at least if the if this the 40 person merge never happened we would have definitely had the numbers over jay and company and i'm assuming that if no one flipped i would have been able to survive and take out jay but afterwards i was totally planning on cutting you and there was even talks at some points if we lost one of the challenges on zacros that you would have been cut because because all the blow up but it never happened and then we wanted to keep it going afterwards yeah for me i was never going to go after you directly but i was going to try and protect jay so jay could kill you himself and then i didn't get blood of my hands that's what my plan was yeah are there any other questions that people have for one another or for the hosts or just anything any final thoughts uh, i have a one question for anyone that's willing to answer i guess it doesn't i guess it's hard to word it properly since we're all eliminated we're not we didn't really make the end but i guess to see how everyone else thinks of the big 40 person twist uh, did you think the 40 person twist helped your game i guess we're all eliminated so i guess it didn't really help like long term in any way shape or form but do you think it might have saved you an extra round or two in the game or do you think it was a detriment of some sorts because i think for me it was definitely a detriment <laughs> but i'm i'm interested to see what anyone else thought i know we're all eliminated but some people might have been almost voted out and saved by that kind of stuff can i answer first go for it awesome yeah i think it had the potential to be really beneficial for me because the experience on my OG tribe in my OG game, I like had an alliance and like I trusted the alliance and Kaylee can vouch for, I guess, like how important I was to the alliance. But it felt like I was on the bottom of everything in general, even if there was trust. So if I was more active and everything like that, I could have definitely had those old ties, that old alliance or whatever, and then been able to find like lone sheep or people who also felt similarly to me on the other tribes. 
Plus, there were people from the OG game that I never even met that made the merge. Like, I never met, like, a lot of people that were in the game. Like, it, so I was, I felt really, like, bound to my OG tribe, especially not being able to make those connections with other people. And I also thought it wasn't real at first. Like, it felt like an early April Fool's joke. I was like, there's no way it's, like, this meta and there's, like, another simultaneous game happening at the same time. But yeah <laughs> the, those are like my initial thoughts Dom were you the person who had played in a 40 person game I played in like a 30 to 40 uh, person game way back like a decade ago but not in a long time I haven't now got it uh, anyone else want to answer the question James asked? I I, th- <clears throat> I feel like on paper, it should have been good for me. When I got eliminated, I read uh, Cochran's blog, and it was a little... It was nice to see him say that I was the winner of the merge, uh, this mega merge. Because on paper, like, I get to connect with these new faces who didn't know the inactive JD. So they w- I would have been able to build a new perspective of myself on to them but it just timing so i would say yes and no yeah i could say for me real quick i know from talking to some people in the lurker server they think it was a huge benefit to my game but personally i see it the other way i think if it just stayed crete i was in a great position to play the middle because jay wanted me as part of his crew with jacob tugging me that way and then Morgan and James wanted me to be part of the OG Lato crew. So I think I was in a great spot in the middle there if it just stayed Crete and I would have tried to ping pong back and forth a little bit. I probably would have got shot at some point, but like I think the mega merge hurt me a little bit where I had to make new bonds from start and it didn't kill me right away, but I would have preferred to just stay in Crete. Just by just by virtue of the twist, you all would have been in the merge. <laughs> so that's right. one downfall. The whole new game when everyone's in a big merge drive. I think look, I, I don't I think that everyone here is gonna get probably another crack at this at some point. Granted likes people who want to play again we like giving people another shot so i wouldn't count anything out on that note i want to say thank you guys for putting up with this twist thank you for hanging in there and thank you guys for playing we always try to find good people and we usually do but you guys in particular killed it we were so upset every time someone got voted out as particularly after the the mega merge the caliber of players were so high that we kept being like oh god another hit to the game so i think that's a huge due in large part to how you guys played the game. So kudos for that. With that being said, I do think that the people left are some of the best, some of the best characters, some of the best players. Certainly we lost a few great ones along the way, but of the people left, I do think we're in for a good show. So I hope you guys stick around. We'll be sure to include you guys more. And of course, after the game, we'll have plenty for you guys to do. We have those plans coming up. But for now, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. I think it's going to be a good finish to what has been an incredible season of Stranded. So with that, I think I'm going to sign out. This is Booty. Bye.